and welcome to UFO Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about the season finale, season five, episode 20, which is called The End. Yep. And it's the end of our podcast. Yep. All done. Yep. As you know, they stopped making (laughs) X-Files after the fifth season. Yep. Which is why we will be back in, I don't know, a few weeks. Yep. With a totally different show. If you can't tell we're, your joke. We're doing the lone gunman now. <laughs> I fucking wish. Um, yeah, so we wrap up season five. Yeah. We are going to take a little break. I don't know how long, but we'll let you know. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be on to season six. Did we say... When does when are we watching the movie? Um, it's between because ten and eleven are the new seasons, mm-hmm. and they filmed it after season nine. So I okay. think we can technically watch it whenever we want. Okay. It, from what I remember, it doesn't exactly like play into the mythology really too much. Sure. It's just like a satiating time X Files movie heard okay cool um i mean it's fantastic i love it yeah so much but we can kind of just like watch it whenever yeah okay well we will be back soon with season six um but in the meantime let's let's get into it let's finish up season five yeah so good season overall yeah i think i still prefer season four a little bit more yeah so because it's more fun what was our opener for season five? I feel like I need. Um, it was definitely a part two. Right. Of a part one. Because um, this isn't technically a part one of a duo. It's just right. it ends. Like definitely a cliffhanger. Don't get me wrong. But not as much of a cliffhanger as like other ones have been. Most of the other seasons end with a to be continued. And this yes. one was just like, nope. They were really um, trying to trick people into thinking that the show was done. <laughs> Which we will get into. Um, you know, when we finish up. Redux was the first episode of season five. Okay. Um, which is where... Mulder fakes his own death. Yes. Uh, Skinner's suspected as a oh, traitor. <laughs> and Mulder breaks into the Department of Defense um, to save Scully. Sick. And yeah, wow, that feels like forever ago. Yeah. That feels like. I a- mean, that was over 20 weeks ago. Yeah. True. So. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, so here we are, season five, episode 20, and we are starting off in Vancouver. Um, at a chess match, but it's like in a in arena. It's like very serious. It's like the world champions of chess, I guess. Um, there's this huge crowd watching them, and one of the opponents is like an older, like fifties, sixties. Oh, I wouldn't say he's that old. Really? I think he's like typical middle, like maybe forties, but like he's got to be chess honest. geek. Yeah, true. Okay. But he's Russian. Yeah. So it's Russian, and then the other opponent is this child. Yeah, 12-year-old child. Has the cutest little glasses. He's so cute. He looks like a mini Frohickey. Like, 
dead on. He reminds me of like the kid from My Girl. Like he's just so nerdy and cute and like the little glasses. Yeah. Also, like I looked, I mean, maybe it's because of other things, but I looked way older than he does when he looks 12. Yeah. To me, he looks like he's like eight or 10. He looks very young. Yeah. He definitely does. I think it's the big glasses. He's so also, cute. like kids in the 90s looked a lot young, you know, more age appropriate. Yeah. They didn't have those crazy GMOs. Just <laughs> and I thought you said GMOs and I was like, Jammo. what the fuck are GMOs? No. The songs on the radio are making us old. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, this kid's like 12 years old. He's playing chess. He's obviously really good because he's in literally like the world championships of chess. Um, but while he's playing, he starts hearing this like garbled voice kind of sounds like a radio going in and out of frequency. Um, he's getting distracted obviously by this at first. I thought maybe he had like hearing aids that were like picking something up, but he doesn't. So he's kind of like looking around trying to find where this is coming from and then we see that there is a shooter who is aiming originally at the boy, but then the boy finishes the match. He checkmates. Checkmates. And he like sits and like kind of pushes his chair away. And the shooter ends up missing the little boy and hitting the Russian opponent instead and killing him. Yep. Square so, in the chest. Um and then everyone panics and runs away. Yeah, of course. But now we're used to it, so. Yep. I mean, we you should still run. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Or just don't go to chess matches. Or malls or movie theaters or school. <laughs> or shopping. Yep. Just don't leave your house. Yeah. And you might be okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> the we 90s a were a different time, so everyone's freaking out. A Mountie comes to, like, help. Yeah. And it's very funny. Um, Do but we know if the tournament is in Canada? It is. Okay, I believe so it's in why. Vancouver, yeah. Okay. Because um, we, when we leave there, we are in Canada. Yeah. We're just at a different location, right? I believe so, because that's where a cigarette smoking man has been ha- yes, yes, hanging yes. out. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we his, leave... His cabin there and we go to his little cabin um where he's in quebec Quebec. okay Mm -hmm. so he's uh you know at his little ski lodge he's enjoying his time off tiniest ski lodge he's just enjoying his time off in his little cabin um (laughs) when someone goes to break in two like armed shooters go to get him and he shoots one of them and kills them through the fucking door. And then he like walks away. The second shooter who like we, I, I mean, like I took one look at him and even with the ski mask, yeah, I was like, it's you. I know you that face. Man's face memorized. But he follows like the bloody tracks that cigarette smoking man left. And it's like a wounded animal. <laughs> yeah. He like, <laughs> He catches up to him. He takes off the mask. It's Crycheck, obviously. Yeah. Um, and cigarette smoking man is so not phased. He's like, "Shoot me if you're gonna shoot me, dude." And Crycheck is like, "No, I'm here to bring you home. Like you have to come back." Yeah. And that's his errand. He said That's that. Yeah, he boy. was sent 
to bring cigarette smoking man back. So now they're on a little adventure together. Little vacay. Um, Two boys just chilling. Just taking a little <laughs> trek through the woods. Oh boy. And then we go to Mulder and Scully's office. Yeah. And Skinner is looking through Mulder's files. He's organizing. No, he's not. He's, he's being nosy. Yeah. And Mulder comes in and he's like, what you doing, boss? Why are you uh, in my shit? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I was, uh, well, I was snooping. So, sorry. But Skinner says that he came down there to ask if he would join this case that Spender is in charge of, um, which is the chess case. Yeah. Uh, and Spender specifically asked for Mulder says to be Skinner, excluded. Oh, excluded. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Skinner is like, mm, I want you included because I think you will understand this case better than he will. Yeah. Which is very funny. So, yeah, Spender wants nothing to do with him. Um, but they go upstairs. Mulder well, immediately makes no friends. This Skinner tells him that the shooter was like one of. He's ours. government. Yeah. yeah he he's like special armed forces kind yeah. of thing. So, he's like U.S. military, U.S. federal trained. Right. Shooter. So sick. But yeah, they go upstairs. Scully's already in this little meeting. Mulder immediately interrupts and is like, oh, actually, could you just start over? Sorry. Spender is so bad. So funny. He's like, like, as soon as Mulder enters the room with Skinner, his face just like fucking drops. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, God damn it. And then Mulder's just like, can you start over? Um, Actually, I think you're wrong about everything you just said. Like, Spender's like, no. that's nice. Go away. Bye. And Mulder's like, no, like they were definitely trying to aim at the little boy, not the Russian dude. Yeah. And they're arguing back and forth. And then we meet Diana. Yep. Diana Fowler, who is like, actually, I think Fox is right. Yeah. And they're and all like, Skinner whoa. also joins in on that, right? He's like, just yeah. rewind it. Like, yeah, we should just, just give something. him a chance, basically. Yeah. But <laughs> the real, like, <laughs> kind of plot twist in this is that we meet Diana. Yeah. And she agrees with him. She agrees with Mulder. Um, and basically, they all see it. So they're like, okay, why were they aiming to kill a 12-year-old boy? So now that changes things, changes the direction that they're going. And also... Now Diana's just hanging out with Mulder. Yeah. She's just sticking next to him. No, thank you. Um, and then we go to the A syndicate. <laughs> yeah, we go to the parking lot. Their first um, public meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I've called you all here today. Yep. Yeah, they're like in a parking lot in the nighttime. Who's just like walking up, but cigarette smoking man with Krychak. Yeah. To deliver him. To his He's like, I got your boy. Friends. Yep. And cigarette smoking man's like, hmm, you look surprised. Is that to see me or that I'm, I'm alive? alive. <laughs> Which like, my dude, that's the same fucking thing. And they're like, yeah. well, we heard you were shot and assumed the worst. So this is kind of weird. Like, mm. we were hoping for the worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we didn't have to Damn. deal with your dumb ass anymore. 
this is awkward, but we do need you right now. So if you could just be cool about this, sorry that we tried to kill you. Um, sorry that it didn't work also, but can we be friends? They're like, but now we need you because you need to kill this child. He <laughs> is too smart. And cigarette smoking man's like, oh, like, you guys can't fucking kill a child on your own, really? <laughs> and they're like, God, like, that's horrible. You're a monster. And he's like, I'm just the only one brave enough to actually do this shit. Like, you're asking me to do this. So, like, you're the fucked up one. But you're too much of a baby to actually do it. So, yeah. um. So now we know that, obviously, the boy was the target all along, and it was the syndicate that planned this shooting. Um, And also that the shooter is going to be in a lot of trouble because he obviously hit the wrong person. So that's not great. So we go to the psychiatric hospital that the chess boy is at. His name is Gibson. Chess boy. Chess boy. His name's Gibson. Um... And Mulder comes in fucking hot. He's like interrogating this 12-year-old. He's like, I know that you can read minds. Yeah. What am I thinking? I mean, Tell me right now. He's definitely he's not like, being uh, like mean about it. It's more like joking, but this kid is like not having any of his shit. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can tell you that you have some dirty fucking thoughts, sir. He doesn't swear. He's 12. Um, but he's like, and I can tell that you're talking about, you're thinking about one of these girls and one of them is thinking about you. And is it Scully or Diana that says like, they're like, which one? I think it's Diana. Yeah. And then he's I don't think like, Scully would ever admit that she cares. Yeah. True. And then. Gibson's like he told me not to he like he doesn't want me to tell you um yeah I mean he's just like stoked because he gets tv shows that he doesn't get at home which is when yeah he, we learn he lives in the Philippines so I'm going to guess he's like on a military base or something sure maybe but also like so his parents sent him to a chess tournament in Canada but didn't join him yeah, that's weird because his parents are coming to pick him up. But yeah, yeah that's why he's in this children's psychiatric hospital. Like, yeah, that's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's watching The Simpsons and he's like, yeah, all we get at home is Baywatch. And then Mulder is like being Mulder. And he's, he's like, like what's nasty. wrong? With, <laughs> what's wrong with Baywatch? And he's like, you have a dirty mind. Uh, um. So, yeah, they talk to him and. Scully is like, what the fuck was that? Why are you interrogating that little child right there? And Mulder's like, he knows how to read minds. Yeah. He is smarter than you think. Yeah. And she's just like, okay. Scully's over it. Okay. We move on and Mulder <laughs> goes to the prison where he wants to go um, talk to the shooter because he wants to know why he was aiming at a 12-year-old. Yeah. Um, Spender's he, already there. Yeah, right? he gets there, beef. and Spender's like coming out of the cell. Yeah, and Mulder's just like, "Oh, I, I just wanted to talk to the shooter for a little bit," and he's like, "No, because I've already talked to him for six hours. Like, I don't want you here. I don't want you talking to him. Be gone, basically." Um, but <laughs> Mulder doesn't listen very well, so he goes in anyways. Well, the and- shooter's like, um, he hasn't fed me or given me water in over 16 hours and Mulder's like that doesn't fly go get him something yeah so this 
gives Mulder alone time with the shooter. Yeah. And he um, basically is like, I know that you weren't aiming at the Russian. I know that you were aiming for that child. I know that that child is a mind reader. You're going to tell me how he does that? And he's like, can't say anything. But Mulder's kind of like, well, I don't think that uh, whoever you work for would like that I have this information because obviously no one's supposed to know that the child is a mind reader and also that they were trying to kill him, not the yeah. Russian. He was just going to tell whoever that the shooter gave Mulder that information. Right. If he wasn't going to cooperate. Basically. Yeah. And so the shooter doesn't like say much, but he at least like there's some kind of baseline. Yeah. He's like, I think the most that he's like, mm, I'm not going to deny that. But Mulder's also like, I like, what do you want? You want yeah. immunity? You want the witness protection program? Like, I can maybe do that. And the shooter's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. And then Mulder walks out as Spender and like a guard are coming back with his food. And then he like takes his fucking snacks. I know. He takes like, the chips. What up? Have fun. Didn't get any information, but I'm going to tell you that I did. Yeah. So have fun. Bye. He got enough. <laughs> he feels confident in only the way that fucking Mulder could. We go back to Gibson, who's like having to do all of these tests. Yeah. So now like... For context, also, like, Scully and Diana are spending a lot of time, like, there. Yeah. Um, and Diana used to work with Mulder. Yeah. Um, she, we'll find this out in, like, a little bit, but technically, yeah. just for simplicity reasons, it's just easier to get it over with She now. is not a skeptic. So we have, obviously, Scully. She's doing her normal thing. She believes that this is a coincidence that this child can... Not actually read minds, but maybe there's something, other explanation, whatever. Diana is not a skeptic. She is, her background is in parascience. She is. She aligns very similarly with Mulder. She was like basically Mulder's partner and helped, like she didn't help open the X-Files, but she was there when it was happening yeah. and she was very much for it. Right. Um, and then she got basically assigned a different assignment so she had to leave but we find out that like she is very much on the same page as Mulder yeah like so they start doing all these tests with Gibson it's like holding up flashcards and like the person thinks whatever whatever's on the flashcard and without seeing it Gibson can guess what they're saying He's or thinking them all correctly and, like, he guesses what all of them had for breakfast um, while they're thinking it and yeah. stuff like that. So he's, like, going through all these tests. Diana's like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, I've seen people who are clairvoyant. I've seen people who, like, have, like, like mediums and have psychic abilities. But I've never seen, like, this level of yeah. accuracy. Like, he gets every single thing right. So like, I wouldn't say it's, like, hardcore proof. But it's, like, the hardest kind of, like, soft proof that they can have. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, mathematics and science stuff being right. measured. But, obviously, they can see that this kid is getting everything correct. But Yeah. And then this is, like, kind of where Diana um, 
starts talking about her past with Mulder because Scully's like, where did you see these things? And she was (laughs) like, oh, Mulder and I spent like a long time in psych hospitals together, like working with the clientele there and people that weren't really supposed to be there, but were like showing signs of like basically mind reading or like similar traits. So this is where Scully is like, Oh, okay. Like you guys are closer than I thought. Yeah. But Scully's like, "Mm, Um, I have to remove myself. Yeah. Takes her a little butt over to the lone gunman. She's like, well, if Mulder's going to like hang out with his friends, I'm going to also hang hang out out with his friends without him and get the dirt. I love it. Because they're all in love with me, so it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) She she goes there, but then while that's happening, we also see another scene from the uh, prison. With the shooter. Yeah. And a note is handed from the guard. He's like, I got this note. Here you go. And it's written on a Morley pack, and it says, you're a dead man. Uh Uh-oh. And it's given to the shooter. Yeah. Um, And then Scully goes to the lone gunman, and she, like comes in and is like, I have all these brain scans. I want you guys to look at this like scientifically and figure out how this kid is mind reading and like what's going on here. Also, who the fuck is Diana yeah. Fowley? And she's, they're like, oh. Diana. Uh-oh. They're like, we love Diana. She's so pretty. Yep. And she's like, okay, well, what you the fuck? What? Fuck off. <laughs> and they basically just tell her that like, oh yeah, she was there when Mulder was Literally everything like, Aaron just said. Yeah, opening the X-Files and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, I, ne- I never understood why they split up and stuff. So, like, Scully is jealous. She's she not... anyone taking her man. She's not liking this. No. Um, and then she goes back to the psych hospital, um, leaving the, like, prince, right, with the lone gunman. Yes. Um, but we cut to a scene with... Diana with Mulder. Yeah. And she's kind of doing this thing she's where she's like a little don't... snake. Yeah, she's like bagging on Scully real hard. Yeah. And it's like, like, don't you want someone with you that like supports you and like thinks similarly as you? And Mulder's like not exactly accepting it, but he's like, you know, Scully like keeps me in my place. She like makes me work for my beliefs and everything. Yep. Like she's a scientist and like makes me work really hard. So like I appreciate it, whatever. And Diana's, like, kind of not having it either. (laughs) Yeah, Diana's like, oh, well, like, I'm sure there was probably times where you would have liked someone more on your page. And Mulder just turns to her and goes, I've done okay without you. Sick. And that, ouch, big ouch. Diana probably was, like, critical wound. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) Stay toxic, Mulder. But (laughs) Scully walks in while they're having this conversation they can't see her she can see them and from her angle like it looks like they're having this like really deep conversation and they're like you know just like very close to each other and scully she turns around and leaves she leaves and she's sad and she just sits in her car for a minute Uh, and it's like girl he was telling her to not fuck with you she's not a mind reader where was gibson Gibson's like being a child. Yeah. Uh, should we take a break break? Sure. Okay. We'll leave it there. And we're going to go get Gibson guitars. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, okay. We didn't do our little sentence thing. Shit. 
Okay. Fuck. We'll think about it and come back. Okay. With that. All right. Goodbye. Okay, we're back. All right. My sentence is 12-year-old chess prodigy <laughs> calls out Mulder for having two girlfriends. Yep. That's it. That's yep. the whole thing. Hmm. Cry check and child bring people closer together. I don't wow. <laughs> That's cute. Sure. Both of uh, those combined. Totally the episode. Yep. Um... <laughs> So where we left off, um, cigarette smoking man catches up with Spender in the parking lot. Spender has no idea who this man is. Yeah. And he's like, hello, old man, are you lost? And he's like, you need to play the game harder than them and only look out for your best interests or you will die. <laughs> is that how he talks? Yes. And Spender is like, whom are you? And he's like, control the board. <laughs> I love this. Don't let them see your next move. I love this. Um, Mulder sees them talking. And just kind of like how Scully misinterpreted what was happening with Mulder and Diana. Mulder also misinterpreted. Really? He really like is like, he- this is all the proof that he needed that Spender is a trading piece of trash loser junk butt. Loser junk butt. <laughs> yes. Perfect. That's, that's what he is. Contact info in my phone. Uh, that's what he is. He's a loser junk butt. <laughs> loser um, junk butt. <laughs> and he is a two time and hoe who likes cigarette smoking man. Um, yeah, and I write and he's like, he's what pissed. the fuck? Maybe and cigarette smoking, smoking man is dead. really. Um, He's fast for such an old man with smoking so many cigarettes. I, too. I was going to say with no lungs. But with no lungs. With, with very heavy black lungs. Um, Ew. But Mulder sees him and he's like, why the fuck were you talking to him? How do you know him? And Spender's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That man just came up to me. Yeah. and Which like, Mulder like interprets as like Spender They're keeping. working together. Yeah. yeah. And Spender's like, uh, or like, Mulder's like, I he was dead, he's I dead. He's not. And Spender's like, I don't think he is. I think he's alive. As um, much of like a dick as Spender is, sometimes it's really funny. Oh yeah, it's great. Mainly because I, I think Mulder needs it sometimes. I was just gonna say, I think we needed someone to like be like the match for. Mulder. Mulder sense. is absolutely unchecked sometimes, and he needs... <laughs> you were going to say unhinged. I mean, that too, but, like, he needs someone keeping him in check. Um, but now... Yeah. Now he, like, greatly distrusts Spender, if he already yeah. didn't. Like, he's like, this guy is working. He's a double agent. <laughs> because, be, what? I was going to say, because Mulder's not, like, at all, ever, right? Yeah. Uh, Mulder also, he goes to the Justice Department and is, like, just talking all this shit. He's like, Spender is a bad person, and he is sketchy, and Cigarette Smoking Man, he's real. And also, the aliens, I think, are maybe why this child can mind read. And the Justice Department is like, 
oh, that's concerning for your mental well-being. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cigarette Smoking Man gets in trouble because he didn't kill anyone yet. <laughs> and he's like... How like, hard is it to kill a fucking kid again? Yeah. And he's like, that's part of the game. And they're like, we are oh. not playing a game. And he's like, yes, we are. You just keep taking their pieces one by one. <laughs> and you win the game. Um, Scully talks to Gibson because she's like keeping watch on him so that no one shoots him. And Scully's like, how do you, how do you do it? Uh, and he says that he can just hear people thinking and that that's kind of why he likes chess because at least chess, they're just thinking and they're not saying like thinking one thing and then saying another. Yeah. They're just thinking it and doing it. And he's like, other people, they say one thing, but they mean another. And it's it's very confusing because I can hear them. And then they all just want to, like, they're just afraid of how people are going to see them. But most of the time, the other people are also thinking the same things that they want to say. And they just care too much about what others think. And then he's like, except for you. Scully's like, you don't think, you think I don't care? And he's like, you don't care about what people think. Except (laughs) that other lady. And then Diana comes in, like, right at that time. Um, She's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. And she's like, oh, like, I'm gonna take over for you. And Scully's like, I fucking hate this bitch. Oh, we, like, completely skipped over, I think. Scully takes the information of the test to Skinner, right? Yes. Yeah. Because she's saying that there's like genetic proof of something. But they Yeah, don't his brain scans it. like basically show that something is different. Yes. Like there's definitely something up. They have no idea what the fuck it is. Um, but there's some mind reading powers in that brain. So that's where we'll leave that because we'll pick it up with Mulder soon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they go to Scully and Mulder present to Skinner about the child, and Mulder, like, thinks that Gibson is going to be, like, basically the key to solving, like, a lot of X-Files. And so he wants to make a deal with the shooter. And everyone's like, we're not going to offer immunity to this murderer. And Mulder's like, no, we have to. Um, but even Diana is not on the same page as Mulder with this because she's like, you're going to get the X-Files shut down because you're attracting too much attention and asking for like a pardon for this really serious crime is going to raise suspicions. So Mulder is not happy. Um, that's okay. He decides to do it anyways. And that's when he goes to the justice department. Um, this is when he meets with the shooter. He meets with him and the shooter basically tells him that like confirms that Gibson is the key to the truth. And he like says all this stuff that makes Mulder think that Gibson is like superhuman. Like he has genes that are. Mulder's thought is that like he is kind of, the first living product of like an alien human hybrid. 
Yeah. And that's why he has, like, special powers, for lack of a better word. And the shooter, like, kind of confirms this, I guess. Like, yeah. Like, in Mulder's mind, he confirms this. So he's like, the fuck? This is crazy. But also, yeah, gives yeah. a lot of the X-File files, like, some weight. Yeah, he basically thinks that, like, Gibson is able to use genes that other people are not like able to access. It's like yeah. how we like, you know how people say that you only use like whatever percentage of your brain. Gibson. Gibson can use 100% yep. <laughs> all the time. So the whole hundred. Whole hundred. <laughs> um, so there's that. And that's when cigarette smoking man gets in trouble. Cause they're like, Mulder went to the fucking justice department and he's like, yeah. And he looks like a loon. It's fine. Yeah. No big deal. But then the guard goes to the shooter and he's like, I've been handed another note for you. And then he shoots the shooter. Shooter got shot. Shooter shot. (laughs) Shooter's going to shoot. And shooter's also going to be shot. It's really rude. He like handed him a piece of paper still and it was blank. And he was like, completely faked him out. And sees a gun. Yeah, so he's dead. Um, Goodbye. And then Gibson is with Diana because she's taking the next watch. And he's like staring out the window. And she's like, what? She falls asleep. Yeah. And then she wakes up and she doesn't see Gibson like directly in her sight. Yeah. So she's like, where the fuck is he? And And he's just like standing by the window looking at it. Parking lot. And he goes, there's a man with a gun out there. And she's like, the fuck? And she's like, well, then move out of the way. And she tries to, like, help move make him. sure that he's safe. And, and he's, he's like, like, oh, he's not looking for me. He's looking for you. Ow. And then, yeah, it definitely made me jump a little bit. Yeah. And then Diana shot. Um, we find out that a U.S. Marshal was killed and then Diana's shot. She's in, like, critical condition, but she is alive, but she's, like... Barely hanging on. Barely alive. She's hooked up to all sorts of fucking things to help her breathe. Also, Gibson's Um, gone. And Gibson is gone. Gibson goes on a little field trip. (laughs) He meets... um, Cigarette smoking man. Cigarette smoking man and the rest of the syndicate, basically. What up, buds? And goes on a little ride with them. Uh, he gets in the car with Krychek and well manicured man. Yeah, I always rem- I always forget which one. The really old one. Yeah, the British one. Yeah, I think that is well manicured man. Um, he goes for a little ride and then well, well manicured man is like, we're not gonna hurt you. No reason to be scared. And he's like, you're lying. Ugh. So is this old ass other dude and the, yeah. the fucking driver is probably lying too. So yep. I feel. Quite unsafe, sirs. <laughs> oh, I really like Gibson. I do too. Um, but I literally like can't not see Fro Hickey when I look at him. Stop. He looks exactly <laughs> like him. They wear the same glasses. They're so cute. And the they little have the same. Facial I love children with glasses. I love them. He's, They're he's so adorable. cute. Yeah. Um, I think this is one we can agree on. Yeah, Krychek, <laughs> um, like. Almost runs over cigarette smoking man, but then while manicured man's like, "Don't do it. We need him." Yeah. So he just fakes him out. A he just bit. fakes him out. <laughs> Although cigarette smoking man is unfazed at yeah. this point, this man is like 
Like, I'm just lighting my cigarette. Can someone please, like, if you're going to do it, just fucking do it, please? Like, like, properly. Even when Crycheck is, like, about to shoot him, he literally is just like, okay, like, can we hurry up or can I go back to, like, my den, please? Like, I'm over this. I'm old. That's, like, about where my will to live is. <laughs> he doesn't even <laughs> flinch as this car is coming, like, full speed fucking towards him. He's just like, ah. And then when it misses him, he's just kind of like, oh, all right. Like, damn. Well, maybe next time. Yep. Um, just go stand in traffic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how mad they would be if Cigarette Smoking Man just, like, died randomly with nothing to do you know, with like any of them? You know, like, a lung cancer from smoking for fucking ever. Or just, like, or a freak like, accident. Just, he's also just old. Yeah. Like, I, Yeah. No, nothing, like, expected. Yeah. Unexpected. But not on their dime. Yeah, they'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Skinner obviously tells Mulder that the shooter is dead, um, that he's been shot, and he's also like, and we found this in his cell, and gives him the Morley note. Yeah. So. Which they all know what that means. But Mulder does, so he... Is like well, Skinner has to. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't like cigarette smoking man either. Right. Finally. <laughs> but um, so this like is enough to make Mulder absolutely a hundred percent convinced that Spender is working with cigarette smoking man yeah. because he's like he must have delivered that note to the cell. Like that's the only thing that could have happened, and yep. like this is fucked up. So. He, he <laughs> decides that he's going to go beat up Spender. And he's like, is this what it is? You and old Smokey are working together? <laughs> and he freaks out on Spender. And Spender, honestly, I mean, he, like, shoves the fucking note in Spender's face. But he doesn't, like, punch him in the face. No. You know what I mean? being a little handsy. And Spender is totally the type. He's like, I'm calling the police. Except I am the police. So I'm calling someone higher than us <laughs> and i'm mad and i'm gonna sue you spender's really pissed um spender's a karen however unfortunately um it kind of works because spender is now coming for the fucking x-files he is going to get this shit shut down he's done he's over it he's sick of molder shit so Scully basically gets a call that um, they're waiting for reassignment, that they're discussing shutting down the X-Files. Yet again. Um, and that Spender basically like wants to press like assault charges on Mulder because he is so mad at him. So Mulder's just like, hmm. All right. And Diana's still in critical condition they say that they are not hopeful for yeah. her recovery. I feel like Mueller's probably like, okay, they're not actually going to shut X-Files down because how many times have we been through this? Yeah. And they eventually reopen it because they need us. Yep. But but plot twist. going to be a lot harder to open it now because Cigarette Smoking Man helps it, himself to his fucking files. He takes Samantha's file. Takes Samantha's file. And then we see him he leave. goes upstairs, runs into Spender. Yep. And Spender's like, how the fuck did you get in here? And he's like, access. Because I, I can help you work here and I can give you access, whatever you want. And he's like, not understanding. And then Cigarette Smoking Man is like, 
hey, also, I'm your dad. Yeah. So Spender's like, well, why the fuck are you here? Who are you? And he's like, I'm your father. Um, and, and right then, after they say that, he says that the fire alarm starts beeping and cigarette smoke man just waltzes out. He's and like, gotta we go. see that the fucking X-Files are all on fire. Yeah. And Mulder and Scully come in. Mulder's in his like They're jeans like in their PJs, basically. Yeah. And he is just... He's so sad. Yeah. So we leave with them hugging. It's really sad. And just a burned office. Yeah. His poster's burned. Everything that they've worked for for years is... Gone. Gone. And that's where we leave it. And who knows? Maybe the X-Files will never get reopened again. Do you have any fun things? Uh, I do a little bit. So I don't know if it's really like a fun fact, but it is kind of worth talking about. So, um, you know, obviously this episode's called The End. um, And while it is not the end of The X-Files, we do know that Chris Carter wanted to end, like his plan for The X-Files was always five seasons. Um, So it does kind of mark like, where they thought they were going to end. Um, and this also ends their time in Canada. Yes. So uh, they don't go back to Canada for almost another decade when the new seasons come out, I believe. Uh, at least not permanently. Yeah. I mean, I think at that point that would be like almost two decades. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there essentially was like, there's a lot of reasons, but basically David Duchovny was like, I am going to fucking quit if we don't move this to L.A. Um, because at this time he's married um, and apparently he like does this interview and he's talking so much shit about Fox, about Chris Carter, about the whole production team. He is basically just saying that he was misled, um, that he was told that just the pilot was going to be in Canada and then they were going to move it to the U.S. And then when the pilot did so well, they were like, we're just going to stay here for the first season because it's cheaper and blah, blah, blah. And they stayed. And at first... David Coveney was like fighting really hard on staying in Canada because he's like, I don't want to be here anymore, whatever. But then him and his girlfriend at the time broke up. So he stopped bitching about it for a little bit because he was like, whatever, fine. I'll just be in Canada because I have nothing else going on. His son looks almost exactly like him, but like moody. Oh, my God. I can't. I know. Daughter does not look like him at all, thank God. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so at this point, like, as the fifth season is, you know, coming to a close and they're thinking about what X-Files is going to become, he has just recently married uh, Tia Leone, and he's never home because he's in Canada shooting, and now it's like, I mean, it's year-round pretty much that they're filming. Yeah. So, and they're um, busy with other stuff too. Yeah, they both also are like very well es- established actors at this point. So yeah. they have other projects that they're doing. 
So yeah, basically David Duchovny made like a huge fucking deal about it and was like, I have been misled for five years being told that I would eventually get to work in LA and not have to travel all the way to Canada and commute back and forth and not have any time for my family. So I either am going to leave or we're going to shoot in LA. And obviously at this point they cannot lose Mulder. Um, so they just are like, okay, all right, we're done. We're going to go to LA. Please don't leave. Um, and apparently a lot of people in, especially Vancouver, but like just overall in Canada were really pissed off at David Duchovny because of how like the interviews that he did sounded at this time period. Basically he seemed like he was being ungrateful and that he didn't like Canada (laughs) and all this shit. And they were kind of pissed because this show is bringing in so much revenue to Vancouver. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so we're about to just lose like, millions of dollars because this fucking actor wants to go home and be with his wife like fuck that just ban david a company from canada for no a literally <laughs> so they said that at this time there's literally like storefronts that had like signs that said like go home david Duchovny and so like all this shit and it's so funny um <laughs> but that's why he just you know he wanted to be home and um he wanted to be with his wife i mean that makes sense so also, apparently, this is when um, we were supposed to watch the first X-Files movie. Oh, okay. It is supposed to take place right after this episode and then before the beginning. Plot twist. There's more X-Files. Ooh. Okay, so there's we are season. supposed to watch the no, movie? No, the, the movie we already watched. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Because Rem- remember, yeah, we yeah, thought we yeah. were supposed to watch it. Yeah. Uh, and we watched it out of place. So yeah. if you would like to watch the x-files movie now that'd be great and if you want to hop on patreon and listen to our patreon episode on it that'd also be great yeah because it's a fun movie and there's like a lot of like facts (laughs) what plot twists nope plot points that are kind of important to like the overall story i think we can both agree on that yeah yeah there's like you can watch it without watching the movie. Like, watch X-Files without watching the movie. Yeah, it's, but it's definitely a good enhances. movie on its own, regardless. Yeah, um, enhances your, like, experience. Yeah. I just think that it's um, going to be interesting. So, like, like I said, like, David Duchovny, he wanted to move to L.A. Or he wanted the production to move to L.A. But, like, just in general, at this time period, I think partially because of everything else that's going on with David Duchovny in his actual life, he's done. He's over it. Yeah. And I, like, have never really watched this, like, I've never watched the sixth season knowing how done David yeah. Duchovny was with it. But, like, literally in interviews, he was just saying, he's like, I don't, I wish that the fifth season was the last one. I don't want to do this anymore. Like someone in an interview asked him if he was like what he thought about the prospects of X-Files becoming like the next Star Trek. And he literally was like, I'd rather be involved in a franchise movie series than do this goddamn TV show every week. Well, I was just going to say, cause I, he did an interview not too long ago um, with Vanity Fair, I think. Cause mm-hmm. they do like, the series where they show actors their like lifetime 
of like work and then get their opinions on it or like their peace of mind on it. Mm-hmm. And they brought up, well, first, obviously, they brought up Twin Peaks and he was like, yeah, I didn't want to do fucking TV, whatever. But like, I think his manager was like, it'd be a really great opportunity for you. It's like literally just like a few episodes and then you can be done, whatever. And then when this offer came through, I think he was still like, I don't want to be on fucking TV. I want to be in movies and I want to be on Broadway and I want to do music and whatever. And he, I feel like he still very much acts like it was not the thing that he wanted to be known for. Yeah. Which is kind of bummy. Yeah. It's always sad. It's like, um, it's like they're almost like resentful of like your favorite show. Yeah. And like, I feel like this happens a lot. Like people get upset with like shows that we watched as kids, you know, like people get upset that like people from like the boy meets world cast maybe don't like each other or don't, you know what I mean? Like, like shit like that. Like they want the TV show to be real. They want those actors to actually have a relationship. And at this point, like during the fifth and sixth season, David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson are not getting along. Like David Duchovny is a difficult person, especially well, at this I don't time. Think she really wanted to be doing something this long term either. No, but even like so, there was like a big thing in the fifth season, and this was like very widely like broadcast about how Jillian was upset that she was not getting paid equally to right. David Duchovny, which makes sense. And he very publicly, basically like negged her and was like, it's not a gender issue. Like she's being ridiculous. It's because I have seniority (laughs) and it's like just about the initial, um, it's about like the initial contract and it's not anyone else's fault that she like wasn't happy with her contract and stuff. And basically is like, it has nothing to do with me, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but, like, let's be real. When and Jillian's then, not in the episodes, it's boring as fuck. And they spent, what, a total of, like, two or three episodes of her being abducted? And then, I mean, sorry if you don't know this, but we have seasons without fucking Mulder. And it still fucking holds up. So he can yeah. eat a butt. Um, That's really rude. But I'm glad they get along now because they're like best friends and they're adorable. Yeah. I mean, it's also we do see this a lot in TV shows where multiple years of working together, tensions do run high. And like, I also do think that like this time period for David Duchovny is really hard. Like, I think David Duchovny is a completely different person now than he was then. So it makes sense to me that they now can be friends and and be like civil with each other but like i can totally imagine that like from this point until mid 2000s that he's probably a fucking nightmare to work with yeah you know he's like literally in the height of his sex addiction in like the midst of like just a lot of relationship turmoil like he's just like not a great a person right yeah. at this time. So, um, so yeah, very unfortunate that he does not have, uh, Jillian's back in a lot of ways. And just like, like you said, like it's disappointing to know that like 
one of your favorite characters kind of resents the show at this point. Yeah. And like doesn't want to keep doing it. But I mean, because like, let's I get it. be fucking realistic. Almost none of his other work people know him for. Yeah. I mean, like, Californication. Yeah. Yeah. But most but, people watched Californication because they watched X-Files and right. they liked David Duchovny in X-Files. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were hoping it would be similar. And it's not. Nope. That sh- I mean, I do really like Californication, but at first I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. I hate watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people got this idea of like who David Duchovny is, which well, happens a lot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which happens a lot. I mean, I think it <laughs> <Chris> took... Pratt. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> Good point. Um, but like, I think even just like when people talk about Jillian Anderson, like it took her a long time to get out of the role of like, no matter what, you're just Scully. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like fucking. Yeah. But what a great thing to be known for too. Which I'm sure she like. Daniel Radcliffe. Like he has done amazing movies post Harry Potter, but everyone always is just like Harry Potter. Yeah. You know? And it's so hard when you like have this like memorable first big role. Yeah. Because people just put you in that box, even though all of them for their own ways are amazing actors. And like, yeah, I would say she definitely broke out of it though. Oh yeah. At some point. But I mean, I think probably because she doesn't have red hair. (laughs) I think that like David Duchovny still is trying, like David Duchovny has read written like seven books at this point yeah and he has like abandoned shit and tours all the fucking time a lot of things going on and i don't think i i'm sure he probably still resents the fact that the thing that he's known for is x files when he's like trying to be a successful author to be fair i have tried to read his books and they are horrible yes but (laughs) but i can see why that would be frustrating yeah um but you know, also, like, but also he's like, gonna have a lot of people that follow him because they love him in X Files, and they will do anything yeah. to support him. As in, read his books, listen to his mu- movies. Nope, listen to his music, see his movies. Whatever he's like got going on, because people do that for their favorite like people, regardless. Yeah. Um, Why do I listen to every Nicole Byer podcast? I don't know. I don't like all of them. I mean, that's also not true. I definitely do because anything she does, I'm a fan of. But. <laughs> but yeah um welcome to our ted talk so yeah i mean the thing is that we know that this is not ending season five but uh it is kind of weird a lot of people had like a lot of criticism about like instead of wrapping up loose ends even in like a season finale kind of way they kind of just added more i mean they introduce both gibson and diana who then, like, play a larger part in the series. But, yeah, so a lot of people were disappointed about the fact that instead of wrapping up questions, they kind of added to more questions by introducing Diana and Gibson and having these, like, other, like, like new plot points instead of just explaining what the fuck has been going on for yeah. three, five seasons. Um, and also a lot of people were pissed about Diana coming onto the show because um, while it's like, ooh, like very believable that Mulder would have dated this woman and it's kind of interesting to have this like person who is very similar to Mulder and like it fits this. on the MSR dream. It like, 
it just reduces Scully to like a jealous girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, it's like, I feel like we had this problem in like the first season and like yeah, first one, two seasons. girl. Where, yeah, like, but just in general, right? Like the way that they were writing for Scully, it was like. Oh, they do her. Chris Carter, like, yeah. fucking hates women. It's just like, they don't even. <laughs> They're not like they don't even talk about. People. Yeah, they they don't really like. It took them so long to develop Scully as a character because they literally were just like, "Ooh, she loves Mulder. She thinks he's cute." Yeah, and it's like, no, she's a fucking genius and a doctor and a scientist, yeah. and you need to put some respect on my girl. Yeah. Like, like the only thing that they're really doing even now is just her struggling with her religion. Yeah. It feels like in the beginning they like didn't know how to write for Scully and then it got a lot better for a while in some ways and like yeah. made it like, no, Scully is an equal fucking partner in this series and Scully is not just like Mulder's like side piece fucking like just like someone to argue with Mulder. Like she's a real character. Yeah. Um and then it seems kind of like when they introduce Diana, they go back to that way of yeah. being like Scully's just jealous and no thoughts, just jealousy. Uh. So, um, a lot of people are pissed about that. Obviously I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it. The show will continue and there will be plenty of messy fucking plot lines. Yep. Because this is the (laughs) (laughs) X-Files. Uh, should I even read the synopsis for the next week's? I mean, next episode, or should we? Wait? Maybe let's or yeah, let's do like a little jump into season six. Okay, so when we come back for our little break, we will begin with season six, episode one, which is called "The Beginning." Of course, um, the beginning is the first episode of this. Wait, what? No. Okay, sorry. Definitely need to watch the fucking movie because this takes okay. place of them just having returned from Antarctica. Mulder and Scully conduct an unofficial search for a vicious alien in Phoenix, Arizona. Really? That's all we're getting? Okay. So in the meantime, watch the X-Files movie. Listen to it on Patreon. Please. And then we will go from there. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. This one is like a lot more detailed. After the events of the X-Files movie, Mulder and Scully's new boss, Kirsch, assigns them assigns Agent Spender and Fowley to work on the X-Files instead of them. Ignoring this, Mulder takes Scully on a hunt for a rampaging alien. That is much more interesting. Yeah. Okay, we got drama. We have competition. <laughs> we have Spender and Fowley coming together. Mulder's arch nemesis and ex-girlfriend who thinks similarly to them. Mm-hmm. Spender's going to hate that. Okay. Anyways, um, we'll keep you up to date on how long our break's going to be. It's definitely not going to be like months and years and whatever. Yeah, we'll no. Just take a little summer break. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow us and like us on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at UFO Party Pod. You can subscribe to our Patreon for as little as $3 a month to get access to exclusive episodes, including the X-Files movie one. And you can buy our merch on our link tree. Nope, on our Teespring. And the link to that is on our link tree. And I digress. And we will catch you soon. 
And stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye. Goodbye.